Sean came awake slowly, his arm numb and tingly, from lying under Ellen. The cave entrance faced the south, and judging by the amount of light casting shadows into the gloom, he figured it was the middle of the afternoon. Ellen groaned softly beside him and sat up. Without speaking, he knew something had awakened both of them. Crawling to the front of the opening, he peered out and saw nothing unusual. Listening intently for a few more moments, he was about to come out when he heard it. The woodchucks were piping their high-pitched bark. Ellen had come up beside him. That's why you call them whistle-pigs? He clamped his hand over her mouth. The sound of someone walking through the leaves left over from last fall drifted to him, and from another direction the sound of something forcing its way through the light brush populating the hillside. How many? At least two? More farther out? He only heard the two sounds, but that was no gauge. One thing he did know, if discovered, it would be suicide to be trapped in the cave. Hoping this was just a rear guard, he decided to chance it. A head-high clump of sumac concealed the front of the cave. Releasing his hold on Ellen, he slowly left the opening. He immediately saw the two men and stood silently as they seemed to be watching a nest of boulders about fifty yards down the slope and next to the bluff that fell away to the river. They both looked like the rivermen he'd seen on keelboats and barges, wearing boots, homespun pants, and loose shirts. Their beards were unkempt, with long hair shoved up under round caps. As he watched, one raised his rifle as if to fire a shot toward the boulders below, and then, apparently undecided, brought it back down. Sean slowly pulled his tomahawk from his belt. He'd left his rifle with Ellen, and his bow and quiver were just inside the opening. "'I thought you'd be around here.' A third man. Knowing the man was on the rock directly above him, Sean didn't hesitate. Lunging to the side, he turned and drove the axe into the man's foot. With a scream, the slaver fell backward, discharging his rifle into the ground at Sean's feet and then disappearing from sight. The sound of the shot deafened his ears, and the powder smoke burned his eyes, so he didn't hear Ellen scrambling out of the cave. She was holding his rifle and shoved the longbow and arrows at him. She immediately shot one of the men catching him in the arm and turning him. By then, Sean had an arrow knocked and shot at the other man. The arrow took him just under the arm, nearly going through him, and he went down, coughing blood. Ellen frantically tried to reload the rifle, doing a poor job of it, dropping the powder horn to the ground in her haste. She glanced up with panic in her eyes. The wounded man was trying to bring his rifle to bear on them when Sean shot him. The thrum sound of the bowstring and thump of penetration were almost simultaneous. The man with the axe wound in his foot crawled away, cursing a blue streak and shouting for help. Farther up the hill there were answering cries. Grabbing the rifle, shot bag, and powder horn, he shoved his bow into Ellen's hands. We gotta go, he pointed downhill. Get into those rocks. We'll see if there's a way out from there. Ellen led off, moving quickly between limestone outcroppings and deadfalls as he watched up the hill. There was some movement up where the trail went around the mountain, and it looked like the men weren't quite sure where to come down the slope. 
He heard a scream and turned to find Ellen struggling with a man in buckskins. A big Osage came charging out of the brush from the side. The Indian stopped and fired his musket. Sean dropped to the ground, white-hot pain burning across his back, and then leaped up and ran toward Ellen. The Indian pulled his knife, running at Sean. When the warrior was close, Sean whipped his longbow across his face and then stepped in and dispatched him with his hatchet. As the man fell, he swiped his knife at Sean, but the dying strength in his arm only left a shallow gash across his chest. Turning, Sean saw the other man had Ellen down on her back and her strength waned against the much larger man. Leaping toward them, he hit the man across the back of the head with his axe, and he slumped forward on top of Ellen.